0: We hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend. Welcome back to Daily Dingers. I'm Steve Armato, back with you on this fine Tuesday, July 6, 2021. I'm with my guy, Steve Inman. Steve, how was your 4th of July weekend before we begin here?
1: It was great, Steve. Uh, I got to spend a little time with some friends at the beach, but uh, couldn't be more happy to be back here on Daily Dingers. All right, I
0: love it. And also, you added to your fantastic weekend is the Mets taking two out of three from the Yankees. So that's, that's Nothing better fun. than that. Right. No, I thought
1: no. we, I thought I got a little greedy. I was like, go for the sweep, go for the sweep. But, uh, two out of three I want, is not a, not bad at
0: all. I wanted the sweep too, but that's okay. we got two out of three. We still have, we still, we're still not even hitting on all cylinders. So I'm, nope. I'm ready to go here. So I uh, listen, I want to do a little game today before we get into our picks. I want to call it we're gonna call it overrated, underrated. So I'm gonna name a team and you are gonna tell me if you think they are overrated or underrated. So I this is we're at the midway point in the season. So this is like that point where it's like, all right, there are teams that are good, some might fade. You know, you know the deal here. So I'm gonna start with the Boston Red Sox, overrated
1: or underrated. It sucks to say because they're a great story this year, but I'm going to go overrated. I don't think this offense is elite. I think they're good, and I don't get how this pitching is holding up at all. Like Martin Perez, Nathan Eovaldi, Nick Pavetta. Like this is not a staff to me that says we're going to win a division. So I think they're overrated. Things could change, obviously, if they get Chris Sale back and he's pumping in 97 miles an hour, but I'm not counting on him. So I'm going overrated. Okay. Um,
0: I, I don't know if I agree or disagree with you on that one. I'm indifferent on them because I actually disagree with you on the lineup. I think their lineup is actually is an elite lineup if you compare it to the rest of the AL, but their pitching is just like, Oh, like what's going on? Like how, I don't know how they're winning games. It's insane.
1: Like to me, that's the fourth best pitching in the division or third or fourth, depending on how you feel about the Yankees. But you know, they don't have an ace like Garrett Cole right now. So at least the Yankees have one guy. I don't really see the Red Sox with any of them. And I feel like they've been a little lucky to this point. And look, that could change. They could say, all right, let's start spending some money on some pitching and go get like a Jose Barrios or a Max Scherzer. But at the same time, the whole sport is saying we're not spending money. So until that changes, I'm not expecting this rotation to dramatically improve the deadline. Agreed. All right. So now let's move on. Cleveland Indians, overrated, underrated. I'm going to go underrated here. For some reason, they keep just shipping out their pitchers, right? And they just keep finding new guys to replace them. And it's been unbelievable how they've become this pitching factory over in Cleveland. But at the same time, I expect it to continue. Uh, I think Shane Bieber is going to come back sooner rather than later. You know, they, they have Plesak and, you know, a lot of really interesting young arms. I think that's going to continue. And they're going to – they're underrated to the point where I'm not sure they're going to make the playoffs – but they're a team that we've not talked. Nobody's talked about once all year long. And this is a team that's a few games over 500. They're in the thick of this race. They're at least like they're the second best team in this division by far. So I think they're underrated. We don't talk about them at all, and they have them. They have really good pitching. So
0: I'm gonna. I'm again, we're on the opposite sides here. I'm going with. I think they're overrated, and it has sure. nothing to do with their pitching. I think they're overrated because I don't think their offense is very good. Like uh-huh. I mean. I mean, they have Jose Ramirez, and then
1: I like Fran Mill. I like Fran, Fran Mill Reyes.
0: Fran Mill's not bad, but like that, you can't be. You know, as like Ahmed Rosario's in there. They got like they just have Cesar Hernandez. Cesar Hernandez. Like their offense just isn't very good. So I'm seeing. They are a, to me, they are a better version of the Marlins where like they have pitching. By the way, the Marlins have the fifth best ERA in baseball, but they're in last place in the division. I think they're a worse version. They're a better version of the Marlins where they hit slightly better and maybe have slightly better pitching, but I don't think they could actually make any noise. I think they're a 500 team is how I feel.
1: Okay. I think, I think they're kind of, to me, I think they're a 10 over team. I think they're an 85 win team who is going to be feisty. I don't think they're a playoff team. But I think them as a better version of the Marlins is not a wrong thing to say.
0: All right. So we're we're kinda on similar pages here. Let's move on now.
1: Houston Astros. Overrated, underrated. To me, this is underrated. Again, another team that continues to develop pitching, and we would think of them a lot higher if it wasn't for the cheating scandal. It's as simple as that. You know, they have MVP candidates up and down the lineup. You know, have you seen what Michael Brantley has done? I know he's always hurt, but like he is a guy who he might win the batting title this year. He is unbelievable. Altuve has bounced back. You know, I expect bigger things from Bregman in the second half. And again, this pitching without Verlander, without Cole, continues to find new arms. You know, uh, Vasquez, uh, uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know. I, Framber I Val,
0: for- Valdez, Valdez. Valdez
1: excuse me yeah he I mean he's a guy who just came out of nowhere he's 27 and he just puts up great start after great start after great start I don't know where they keep finding these guys they can't even find a spot in the rotation for Christian Javier who is a breakout guy last year he's got a two ERA this year I mean to me they are good enough to go on a long run in the playoffs and we don't talk about them because of the cheating
0: I agree I think they are extremely underrated Um they have quietly opened up a three and a half game lead on the A's, who had been in first most of the year. Um, and I think you're right. We don't talk about them because of the cheating scandal. Um, the pitching's been very good. And then, like, I mean, like you you mentioned a couple guys there. You mentioned Brantley, you mentioned Altuve. Jordan Alvarez is is a beast. Like yeah. th- this team is good. This team is really good. This team is a World Series contender, but like you said, nobody talks about him. The cheating thing. No. that's no, done. Nobody the talks no about good him. Job. I think Dusty Baker with that team has done an amazing
1: job trying to put this all behind. I think they're a force in the AL. I mean the the smartest thing you can do with your manager in that situation is you bring in the most likable guy you can because you're just like we want to make people not hate us as much. They're always going to hate us, but at least you bring in a guy like Dusty who has nothing to do with that and he's deflected a lot of the blame off. So I give him credit and I love the idea that we're on the same page for once.
0: There you go. And now this this one is near and dear to both our hearts. The New York Mets, overrated, underrated.
1: So, again, it depends on who is part of the overrated, underrated. Are you talking to just Mets fans? Are you talking to baseball as a whole? I think they're underrated, and I'll say it's because I just can't believe these bats are going to be this bad in the second half. I think, overall, we went into the year thinking this is above-average offense. It's been one of the worst offenses in baseball. I don't expect that to continue. I mean – Pete Alonso with his 255 batting average is like leading the team by far. If you include that Brandon Nimmo missed most of the year, I think Nimmo back is a spark plug. I think McNeil is not going to hit 230 in, in the second half. So I believe this, this offense is good enough. And even if I think the pitching might take a step back in the second half, like, I don't think Taiwan Walker is going to be able to give you, you know, the same number of innings in the second half and Strowman's going to be as good. I still think it's a top five starting staff with a, offense that should be above average in the second half. So let's go underrated.
0: I agree. I'm on the same page here because um, somebody put that the Mets were one of the most overrated team, teams in baseball. It was a Yankee fan who's bitter um, on Twitter last night, right, and right. I, was like, I was like, here's the deal. Mets haven't been fully healthy since the third week of the season, yet they're still in first place. And with that team that hasn't been fully healthy, they took four out of seven from the Padres, and they took three out of four from the Cubs. So if you want to sit here and tell me that the Mets are the worst first-place team in baseball, I don't really care. They're still in first place, and they haven't even had their full team yet. And like you said – they their lineup is not going to be this bad in the second half.
1: It's only up for them from here. So I think they're very underrated. The most encouraging thing to me of this season, other than you know obviously the, the starting staff with Degrom, has been when was the last time we had a good bullpen? It's right. probably been 2006, like, like Braden like, like a legit. I think that was after Looper, we cut him out, but uh, it was like the Billy Wagner year, right? Like where yes. he was dominant, yes, and yes. so like. This is the best bullpen we've had probably since then. That was 15 years ago now. I mean, Aaron Loop has been one of the probably Sandy Alderson's best reliever signing in his 30-year history in baseball. Agreed. And, you know, Diaz has had an all-star first half. I did not see that coming. I was like, fans are back, get him out of here. And so this bullpen to me is, you know, we talked we you know we talked off air about how like the Cubs are sneaky good because of that bullpen. The Mets, same thing
0: agreed agreed let's go to now the cincinnati reds overrated underrated
1: i think this one is a little overrated i don't think i think they're like a pitcher short and a hitter short on both sides i don't trust this bullpen at all i don't think this team is very special i think they're a 500 team and uh that could change if luis castillo goes back to being an ace but for now he's very up and down and i'm going to go overrated i am going to go this is
0: a plot twist i'm going to go perfectly rated because okay. I think everybody knows they could hit, and I think everybody knows they can't pitch, and they have the worst bullpen in the league. Um, and they are what they are. They're forty-four and forty. They play in a division that's like kind of mediocre. Right. I mean, other than the Brewers and the like, their division's kind of mediocre. I don't think anybody expects them to to push for the division. I don't think anybody expects them if they did sneak in and grab a wild card to make any noise. I think they are actually perfectly rated five hundred team.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Castillo, Sonny Gray, that's not a bad one-two right, but it's what what's behind it. They lost so much pitching. If you've seen what, like, Tony Disco, Anthony Discofani has been doing in San Fran, you know, we all, we all talk about them losing Bauer. We don't talk about them losing him, and he's been oh, an all-star. That and bullpen is bad. That bullpen is horrible, and the only guy who's really consistent out of there was Iglesias, and they gave him away for nothing to the Angels. So I don't yeah. really see this team making noise with, when that happens, and – I don't. I love Jesse Winker and Cassiano's had a break, a, a huge, huge first half. But like, are they going to be MVP candidates the whole way through the year? I'm not too sure about that. I don't think they no. can really play any better.
0: Even if they are, even if they keep the pace up, the, the bullpen is like, the bullpen is the worst bullpen in be- They stink. stink. So, so I think they're they a 500 team. They're a 500 team.
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: All right, time to move out west here with the San Francisco
1: Giants. Overrated, underrated. Steve, I think this is the most overrated team on this entire list. I I don't get how they're doing this. You look at how many guys age 33, 34 or older are on this team. You know, there are guys who are leading in plate appearances. Posey, 34. Brandon Belt, 33. Donovan Solano, 33. Brandon Crawford, 34. Evan Longoria, 35. And they're all hitting. And I don't get how this is happening because all these guys other than Solano basically looked done last year. Buster Posey didn't even play. And now they're all having all-star seasons i don't know how longoria and Posey have found the fountain of youth over here it doesn't make any sense and their best guy last year was yaz who was barely playing so i don't get how this offense is doing this and i don't really believe in the whole alex wood and kevin gossman or cy young guys now i don't i don't get how this is happening they've done this before they made us all look dumb in 2010 2012 and i guess 2014 where they just found a way to have solid teams and just make a huge run, but I just don't see it. I think this team is so overrated. So
0: I want to agree with you because I hate it. I hate, I hate it. I hate them. I hate it. I hate what they're doing, but I feel like they are underrated because we just keep saying like, how are they doing this? How do they do this? They're in first place. They're like 20 something games over 500. They legitimately need to play 500 baseball the rest of the way to make the playoffs.
1: So they're going to make the playoffs. The question is, like, right now they're like the the top record in the sport. Like, I I think,
0: yeah. Do I think they're going to make a deep run? Probably not. But I think we can't just keep saying, like, how are they doing this? How are they doing this? I think they are. That's why I think they're underrated. Just because we're like, what is going on there? Like, we we don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we could keep saying a team is overrated that just keeps winning games. I like that's that's how I feel about them, and I hate it. I hate every every aspect of this team and what they're Because,
1: like, we've seen what this team has been the last few years, right? And it's the same group for the most part, especially offensively. And now all their guys are in their mid-30s. The sport is dropping in batting average significantly, and all their guys are are back to having all-star years they had when they were 27. Like, Longoria looks back. Buster Posey's hitting, like, 328. Yeah. Like, what is going on there? You know, Longoria has almost a 900 OPS. We thought he was finished. Like, I I'm I'm shocked. I it's just shocking to me what they're doing. And I just can't believe they can keep that up.
0: Agreed. Agreed. But I still think they could play 500 baseball and that'll be it. They'll be in the playoffs. So for sure. We'll, we'll see. And that's the last one. And final, the fathers, the San Diego Padres overrated, underrated.
1: I think they're just rated. I think this is a team that is doing what they're doing. They have very good pitching. They have a very good offense. I think, it's a tough division, you know. You talk about the Giants who have been the best story in baseball in the first half. You have the Dodgers who are the defending champ. I still think they're the best team in this division. I think they're just they are where they are, and I you know they have an MVP candidate in Fernando Tatis. I think they're going to need a little more help offensively around him. You know, Manny Machado needs to step it up, but I think this team is 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 a very good playoff team. I think they're
0: slightly overrated, okay, only because. I just feel like in their they've beaten the Dodgers a couple times and but I just feel like in the biggest games against the better teams, they're not I don't think they're there yet. I think it's a mental thing with them. I don't think they're like fully there yet where they could take that that leap. And maybe it's because they got Tatis and the rest of their lineup's been okay. Like I don't really right. believe
1: I think they're I, a bat short.
0: Yeah, like I don't, I agree. Like, I don't really believe in Tommy Pham. Like, Trent Grisham's eh. Cronenworth's been really good. That guy's an all star. He's been really good, but he doesn't scare you. Hosmer's been okay. They do have good pitching. Um, but I think they're slightly over it. I think it's a mental thing. I don't know if they're at that over that hump yet. I think if they get in a playoff series with the Dodgers or even, dare I say it, the Mets or the Brewers, I, I think. I just, they look good on paper. They're a, they look good on paper, but I don't think they're there yet. I think they're just, they need to get over that mental hump. I don't think they're, I don't think they're there. That's it. That's how I feel. I, people could tell me I'm nuts, but that's really, that's really it. I think they're a playoff team, but I don't think they're a world series team.
1: Yeah. And I think the difference between those two things is getting to Blake Snell. You got to get him back going. He's got a five year this year. I don't know what changed, but it seems like you can't make trades with the Rays anymore. You just can't because yep. they won too many. And now you see this. And look, Darvish, Musgrove, you know, those guys have been great, but you need Blake Snell. You just need him, especially if Chris Paddock is going to be a, a back end guy, too. So if one of those two guys goes back to being a top, Number two starter-ish. I think this team is going to be underrated again. But for now, let's let's keep them where they are. All right. I like it. There we go. That's our first
0: edition of overrated, underrated. Got a couple in there. I think a couple agreements, a couple disagreements. You know, it's debate. That's what we do. Now, the reason we're all here, gambling, maybe. So let's go. Best bet for today. It is Tuesday. It is July sixth. What do you got
1: for your best bet today, Steve? I think we're kind of aligned on this. I'm going with the White Sox and Carlos Rodon. You can get them at minus 115 on DraftKings. They're in Minnesota. Rodon is obviously having a breakout season. The the Twins are having one of their worst seasons in a while. They look to be sellers. I think this one's an easy one. Let's go uh, Carlos Rodon and the White Sox.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with you on that. I'm actually staying in this game here. So I'm doing White Sox-Twins. I'm doing first five under four and a half. That's only at minus 118. Two very good starting pitchers in this one. Well, Rodon's been very good. Barrios has been better lately. He didn't have a great start. Familiarity can scare people away when it comes to f- being familiar with lineups. It doesn't really scare me in this case. So outside of a couple hitters on each team, Rodon and Berrios actually do very well against the opposition here. I really liked the full game under eight and a half at first, but the twins bullpen scares the hell out of me. So I'm going to keep it first five under four and a half and you know, let's get the week off on the right foot. I think like, you know, in this in a scenario like this, it could be three nothing twins as we go into the sixth inning. Three, three nothing White Sox. White well, Sox. Let's hope it's inning. that way. Yeah. No, so I just that's that. Now let's go. Underdogs. Um, the underdog slate, not the best today. Underdogs went nine and two yesterday, by the way. Um, what do you have
1: uh, today? So we started our pre-production meeting, right? Saying, All right, let's do less Otani this time because we keep talking Otani, talking Otani, let's do something different. Well, I'm going back to Shohei O'Tani, unfortunately. I, I think he bounces back on the mound tonight. He's uh the Angels are at home against the Red Sox, plus one hundred on points bet. The Angels have been playing a lot better lately. You know, you saw them, you know, score a lot of runs in Yankee Stadium. I think that continues. And the Red Sox to me, as we said, they're overrated. So let's go with the Angels.
0: That is an Angels line, too. Like the Red Sox are in first place there uh, and the Angels are only hundred to beat them. I know they're at home, but at home too. That's yeah. an Angels. That's an Angels line right there. Um, speaking of lines, all right. This one, I you know what? I do this a lot, so everybody who's listened to the show knows exactly where I'm going with this. Um, I'm go. I'm doing Cubs on the money line tonight against the Phillies, plus one fourteen. So, this, first of all, the pitching matchup itself is going to have a ton of people hammering the Phillies because it's Aaron Nola versus Jake Arrieta. Cubs have lost ten straight, though. Um, and I know Arietta's been absolutely atrocious, but the Phillies aren't that good. And Nola's a fraud, all right? Nola's got a 4-4 ERA. He's been giving up hits. He's been giving up home runs. Sure, he's been striking a lot of people out, but he's giving up runs, and he's giving up the long ball. He's a fraud. You know what he is? He's that guy in high school that's from, like, another county. They keep hearing about how good he is, how good he is. And then you play him, and you score five runs in, in like, two and two-thirds. That's who Aaron Nola is right now. And Arietta stinks, too, so he could easily give up five runs and two and two-thirds as well. So look for the over here. But this game, to me, is going to come down to the bullpens and the Phillies' bullpen against the Cubs' bullpen. I will put my money on the Cubs' bullpen every single time because the Phillies' bullpen is atrocious. Plus, a team that's lost 10 straight against a, against a team that has one of their top pitchers going should not be plus 114. It should be a little further than that. I'm going to take the Cubs, snap the skid tonight.
1: Betting against bad bullpens rarely doesn't work. So I don't, right. I don't hate that at all. And, again, I really like what you said about taking the over here. I mean, look, Aaron Nola is a good pitcher. He could bounce back, but he's in a really rough stretch right now. He gave, like, seven runs in his last start, six runs, two starts before that. And Jake Arrieta is finished. And that yep. is way gone. Every year he adds a full half run, three quarters of a run through his ERA. Right now he's Toast. closer to six. He's toast. I don't get why the Cubs are letting this go on as long as they have. They have to have somebody else in the minors who can who could give them six innings and four runs every time. So I like the over there, and again, if it comes down to the bullpens, I don't know how you don't bet it with the Cubs.
0: Yeah, and even if you, even if you don't like me and you want to fade me or whatever, you could just take the over and then you could live bet like after the bullpens are in the game and you might want to take the Cubs. The odds probably aren't going to be as good. I guarantee you once the bullpen switch, those odds are going to flip and it's going to be minus money. That's neither here nor there. I just give recommendations. I don't tell you what to do. And that will bring us to our daily dinger.
1: We hit both of these last
0: Tuesday. We're going to try and do it again. Who do you got going yard today, sir?
1: I'm going with Joey Gallo. Uh, Not really my kind of guy, too many strikeouts, but uh, at the end of the day, he's red hot. Eight homers in his last eight games, including one Monday. He's facing the Tigers and Jose Ureña, who is a 622 ERA this year. You can get him at plus 220 on points bet. Let's go now two-time All-Star, Joey
0: Gallo. I like that. I uh, He's been red hot, and the average is up to like 239. I always said, if Joey Gallo gives me 250 with his 40 home runs, I'll take it. I can't live with the 201 stuff. No,
1: but you know, also the on-base is great. I mean, he's that 370 380 around there and you know if you get that with a guy with power you take that every day of the week absolutely and i'm going with uh trevor story the
0: odds aren't up yet i don't know why on fanduel they have on fanduel they just have the odds to get a hit and then they don't have home runs and then i'm on- points bet they're not there probably because it's a west coast game doesn't matter all right let me tell you 14 career at bats against merrill kelly trevor story is ripping the cover off the ball all six of his hits he's six for 14 all six hits have gone for extra bases he's got three doubles a triple and two home runs merrill kelly stinks the ball flies out of arizona
1: give me trevor story tonight i was about to ask you is it in course is it arizona doesn't really matter the ball flies out of both of those parks so i love that a lot and I'm a big Trevor Story guy. I'd love to see him get hot and get the heck out of course.
0: Agreed. I, I agree with that. I want to see him on a good team because that guy is a stud. Um, yeah. And that brings us to Nerfies. Now we both have one today. Rare, I do this, but I'm going to start with you.
1: What do you got? So I don't know if I feel great about this one because the odds are only minus one fifty on DraftKings. But let's go with you know Anderson Degrom, Brewers, Mets. The Mets don't score for Degrom, and Degrom doesn't let people score. So I think it's as simple as that. And if you went back to like the history of Jacob DeGrom starts and you said, all right, how many of these games after one starts zero, zero, I would say it's like 90% of them. So I feel really good about that. And let's just go with that.
0: Hey, a small bet. One is better than a big bet lost. So I like that. And you know, the Mets, I mean, if, unless DeGrom comes up in the first inning, which he won't, so he's not going to bat third. So uh, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm going to, I like, uh, Cards Giants tonight. That's minus 120. Basically, here's the deal the Giants are notoriously slow starters, and the Cardinals stink against righties. That's my reasoning
1: right there. Very keeping it simple. Minus 120. Let's go. Yeah, no, I I like that a lot. And how disappointing have the Cardinals been, Steve? I mean, you just said it. They can't hit righties. I thought Dylan Carlson was going to be in for a huge rookie of the year caliber season. He's been okay. And, yeah, you know, man. the Nolan-Arenado-Paul Goldschmidt duo has not been the 3-4 monsters that I kind of thought they would be. Yeah, I don't
0: – I just don't know. First of all, they're they're starting pitching. Like, Flaherty's been – Flaherty's been like – he I think he's hurt now, but he was, like, sure. better. He was, like – he started terrible, then he was better, and then, like, Carlos Martinez has been an absolute dumpster fire. Wainwright's actually been good considering he's, like, 80 – and th- and then like I don't know, they got this guy Oviedo, who's they 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 have no pitching. I think that's really the thing
1: here. With- I'm more concerned with that lineup though, because like you thought they'd slug, and they haven't done that at all.
0: Well, think about it. Yachty's old, right? The young, the young either hits a home run or strikes out. So like that guy is that Tyler O'Neill hasn't gotten a hit in like three weeks, and now he's hurt. Um, and then like Tommy Edman is. He's okay. He's not like fine. He's
1: got four home runs, right? Like he's
0: he's okay. And then, like, Arenado still has like 50 something RBI. He's still on pace for 100 RBI somehow. The guy just knows how to hit with runners on base, but he's only hitting like 260. You're used to like, yeah, he's hitting
1: 264.
0: You're used to like, you're used to like 285, 290 from Arenado with like 35 and like 120. He's not, I, I I mean, he might come close, but I don't know. I just, I don't
1: know what's wrong with them. They've just been a disappointing team this year. And I mean, to me, like Paul Goldschmidt, he's a 310 hitter normally. That's what you think of him with, you know, 300, 310, even 290. He's in 256. You know, we've seen a big decline there. So it's concerning because they went kind of all in with these, you know, big boppers like Goldschmidt and Ozuna and, you know, now Nolan Arenado. Ozuna left. And then obviously that didn't work. That wasn't going to work out anyway. Right. Goldschmidt is not hitting at all and arenado has been good not great and it's concerning because you know i'm not really sure where they go from here it's not a great farm system you brought up the pitching i i can't even think about that at this point like that's that's a big mess so i don't i don't know where they go but the the cardinal way usually finds itself but they've made so many bad moves in the last few years they gave away fam they gave away a rosarena i don't i don't know where they go from here
0: if if you're gonna ask me where they go from here, I, I would the, tell the I would tell you they go to the bottom. They get rid of everybody and just blow it up because that's the only way. Is I mean, really, you got to look at like five six year process. You trade trade Arenado to a contender, trade Goldschmidt, like see if you could get maybe sell somebody on a change of scenery for Goldschmidt. Sell somebody that Arenado's still gonna drive in a hundred and probably hit thirty home runs. I, that's really it. Get rid of those guys. I don't even know who their best young are. Trade the kid Reyes in the in the ballpen. Trade that kid, too. Just get rid of everybody and just get draft picks, get a farm system, and start over. That's really it because right now the worst place to be is in the middle.
1: If you trade a healthy Jack Flaherty to the Mets, Ooh. the Mets are winning the World Series. Wow. I like that, That's especially because Flaherty
0: allow- especially Flaherty's a two. He's not an
1: ace. DeGrom, Flaherty, Walker, Stroman. That's the best four in baseball. And if and you can hit enough, you can win the world series
0: and cookie. Number five coming in hot soon.
1: Let's let's hope, let's hope. <laughs> I'm not counting on him right now.
0: Just saying.
1: All right. I before would we, that. I, that would be amazing. Before we get out of here though,
0: the match it's Mickelson and Brady versus Rogers and Deschambeau. I know like we didn't really even know this was going on today, but we got to bring it up here. It's gambling, gambling, pod, gambling, podcast, gambling site. Um, So basically DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers are like heavily favored. Minus one ninety two. Brady and Phil are plus one forty six. I think you have I I don't know. I I feel like this is my opinion on this. I feel like if golf is a big mental game and I just think Brady and Mickelson
1: are mentally tougher than Rogers and DeChambeau. I don't know how you feel. No, I like that. I mean, it doesn't really make sense in any sport to bet against Tom Brady, right? Right. And at the same time, who knows what, what's in Aaron Rodgers' head right now. You mentioned the mental game. He's trying to find his way out at Green Bay. He's got all these things going on. Tom Brady's going to win this thing.
0: Brady's poking Brady's poking the bear and talking smack on social. Plus 146. I'll take Brady and Mickelson with plus money all day long. That's it. That's it. That's Agreed. it for today. So don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Tuesday, July 6th. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.